What is? It's uh, my good friend, spiritual advisor, Tom Deanhart from GoldenBlack.com. <laughs> he is on with us, buddy. How are you? I want to make sure all your feng shui is in uh, proper order here, that you're meditating and uh, doing your <laughs> yoga, Jared. Listen, I pray at the Temple of Football, and uh, my friend, you are a high priest in that regard, I think, and that's why I take my cues from you. Uh, you know, Purdue starts tomorrow. They just put out six uh, six open practices here at the uh, beginning. Uh, that's how it's going to roll. Uh, you know, they're going to let the fans be in here uh, on Friday from six to eight, and then there's a movie afterwards. So uh, it seems like things starting to get back to normal a little bit, buddy. Yeah, it's good to uh, just good to see uh, for a lot of different reasons. You know, uh, I didn't know what to expect with the resurge, I guess the. COVID-19 virus, the Delta variant, but it looks like, you know, Purdue's all systems go. I know there's a mask mandate for campus, but again, football practice is, is, is opening up. They're going to let people in to watch, like you said, the first six, and uh, looks like the interview process is going to be conventional. No more Zoom. So, yeah, it, it's a great time, Jared. I'm like you, buddy. I worship at the altar of football among several altars, but Football's right there, buddy. I tell you what, August is great. There's something about training camp that I really love, being out there in the heat and, and watching the team get ready for the season. You know, you actually, because I know you got to post it up on the site, you had a talk with uh, Mike Bobinski uh, about a number of things. Did he talk to you about what the process would be for testing, who gets tested, and how they're going to handle that this year? Because I know we talked about this during Big Ten media days, and, and there wasn't you, you didn't speculate there was going to be a Big Ten like umbrella on how they do it that was going to be left up to the school. So does Purdue have something in place now? Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's pretty much NCAA-wide. But basically, if you're a vaccinated player, you know, uh, you're not going to be tested unless you're, you, are, you have symptoms. And you're not going to have to do any contact tracing either unless you have symptoms. So, again, there's, there's going to be, I guess, fewer obstacles and hoops to jump through if you're vaccinated. Now, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to be tested at least once a week, maybe as many as three times a week. And, uh, again, you're going to be subject to a 14-day quarantine if you test positive. So, um, you know, Purdue has what I'm told by Bobinski, uh, about a 90% vaccination rate for its football team, which I, which I would suspect is pretty good, but you'd love 100%, right? Yeah. But they've got, they've got 90%, which is a good start. I guess I doubt if they're going to get to 100%. We will see. But, you know, anytime you have some guys who are unvaccinated, Jared, there's always that chance, you know, you could get a little raft of infections that, that could impact that group of kids. And you certainly wouldn't want it to impact anybody's health or maybe, uh, you know, cause the team to, to have struggles in, in a ball game because you have a, a roster that's a little short. We're talking with Tom Dean Hart here on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline for GoldenBlack.com. Again, like I said, I know you got to talk to Mike Bobinski. Uh, the big thing when last time we talked at Media Day was uh, all this news about uh, conference realignment, the SEC getting Oklahoma and Texas, and we knew there were some hoops to go through there, but we speculated on what could be happening with the Big Ten. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of giggled a little bit when you said you're going after Pac-12 teams if you're the Big Ten. And then that whole weekend I thought about that, but the entire weekend I'm like, God, he was right, because you don't really want those Big 12 teams. So... It's been very, very quiet on that front. Uh, have you heard anything? Are there any rumors or rumblings when it comes to the Big Ten possibly adding to keep pace with the SEC? You know, um, nothing at this point. 
I have to think, though, Jared, that the Big Ten, like every major conference in America right now, is huddled up and thinking of a plan of action. What should our next move be if there is a next move? I think that's important to remember, Jared. Just because the SEC's made a move doesn't necessarily mean the Big Ten's going to make one. Um, I think if they sit tight with their current configuration of 14 schools, they would be okay. Um, but I'm sure they're kicking the tires. I'm sure they're making phone calls. I'm sure they're talking amongst themselves, saying, hey, guys, if we do want to make a move, who would be our target schools? And, Jared, if, if you listen to enough people who cover the sport, uh, the buzzword is if you're going to add somebody, it's got to be a real national-type brand. Um, and, again, there's not many of those schools out there that you could really pursue and maybe realistically get. Again, I'm talking about schools like USC, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, uh, maybe a North Carolina, uh, Washington, Oregon to a lesser degree. But, again, they're not going to add schools just to add schools. Um, it's going to have to be a school that really would add value on a number of different levels. And, again, there's not many of those out there, I think, between the Pac-12 and the ACC that would really accomplish that. My worry is just... It's twofold here, uh, Tom, with that, and, and that's it's like that Red Bull commercial where the here comes the line, the two gazelles are talking, and you know, says, "Hey, the Red Bull's not going to make you faster than the line." He says, "I don't have to be faster than the line. I just have to be faster than you." <laughs> and, and so, what uh, what I'm looking at this: if you stand pat, okay, but are you the slowest gazelle now in you know in, in the country? And the ACC is pretty strong, and the Pac-12 is a little bit weaker. But at the same time, geographically, you were a little bit more exposed that the SEC is, you know, working behind the scenes like they seem to have done uh, with getting Oklahoma and Texas. So not only am I worried about that happening if you stand pat, but also you're still at the top of the charts with that money uh, that's getting dispersed, right? If you're going to make a move, you may not have a much stronger position than you do right now. I could be naive in saying that, but I feel like... Now's the time to make a move if you want to make sure that you are not the, the, the slowest man <laughs> between uh, everybody else and the Lions, so to speak. Yeah, you make a good point. I get it. And I think without a doubt, Jared, everybody would agree right now. With Texas and Oklahoma in the Southeastern Conference, there, there's no doubt about it. That's, I mean, the SEC probably already was the premier conference in America. Now, I mean, nobody has even a shred of an argument, I don't think. Um, especially just from a football standpoint, which is really all that matters here. So, yeah, the Big Ten, without a doubt, is looking up at the SEC like every other conference in America, and I get your point. The Big Ten does stand pat. Um, Maybe there's a revenue gap that continues to grow or or does grow between the SEC and the Big Ten, creating even more of a competitive advantage for the SEC. So, you know, Jared always gets back to dollars and cents, doesn't it? Yep. And the numbers here people are talking about make your eyes just spin on TV revenue and whatnot. So you're right. And I think I said the last time we spoke, pointed, or, uh, you know, the Big Ten maybe wasn't able to get a Texas in Oklahoma. I guess I should say, I wonder if they even kicked the tires and made phone calls to try to add those schools. Maybe it happened. Maybe both schools said no. I don't know, but it's a blow to the Big Ten to have those two schools whisked away to your biggest conference rival in the SEC. 
So you're right. Um, I think the Big Ten, if they do want to try to continue to stand even close to shoulder to shoulder with the SEC, they got to make a move, Jared. And again, the biggest, the biggest, you know, target out there is still Notre Dame. I, I guess I, I really don't think that's probably ever going to happen. But you got to keep making a push if you can get the Fighting Irish. And then, like I said, I think you got to look out west to schools like USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, the four most prominent schools out there in the Pac-12 would add a lot of academic heft, a lot of athletic heft, and bring the Big Ten from coast to coast. And I think that would have a lot of appeal to the TV networks as well. I know we've talked a lot about uh, what we're looking forward to. I know you've been doing a lot of uh, camp previews here. And, of course, you know, practice does start tomorrow. So uh, what's the primary thing you're looking at? What's the thing you're most excited about seeing once you get out there to practice at Rossi tomorrow? I think my eyes from most of this training camp are going to be on the defense, Jared. Um, yes, there's questions on offense, of course. Who's going to be the quarterback? How's the offensive line look? And those are intriguing questions that must be answered. I still think um, the focus for a lot of people should be defense. We've talked often in the offseason about all the change on that side of the ball. All new assistant coaches, you have a new scheme. You have, what, six transfers coming to that side of the ball as well. Mm -hmm. How's it all look, Jared? How's it clicking? Uh, Again, that defense has a lot riding on it. It's got to play better than it did last year. So for me, I think from practice one, uh, right after that Oregon State game on September 4th, I want to be keeping a close eye on that defense. Tom Deanhart from goldenblack.com. Again, he's always got great stuff on that side. The, the membership is just so worth it. you got to sign up for it. Uh, and plus, he's always so nice with his time here and, and putting us up from stuff. Hey, tomorrow, I know you're going to be busy and everything. I need you to set your DVR. ESPN2 is bringing back its famed uh, The Ocho lineup, all the obscure uh, sporting events, which I know you love. And I'm just I'm interested to see what you are the most uh, looking forward to here. There's a professional arm wrestling championship. Uh, we have a foosball World Cup. Uh, what else? We have? There's a, uh, a uh, electrical, uh, like electricians. Apparently they have a contest of stuff. So you can watch electricians. There's grocery bagging. Uh, but I think for you, my friend, 530 is the USA Mullet Championships followed immediately by the U.S. Air Guitar Championships. Uh, that seems like two things that speak to you. Jared, if you could have seen me in 1985 <laughs> with a full mullet, listening to my ACDC and, and Quiet Riot and Def Leppard, I think you could be exactly right. The mullet slash air guitar is right in my, uh, right in my wheelhouse, buddy. There's, there's some red leather pants somewhere in that uh, era for you, too, right? Uh, you did that? Yep. There's no doubt me and Rob Halford and Judas Priest, man. <laughs> the red leather pants and uh, saying a lot of screaming for vengeance. Buddy, I'll tell you what, it's always great talking with you. Um, mullet or no mullet, man, I still love you. You're amazing. Tom Deanhart, goldenblack.com. Again, uh, open practice tomorrow at, at Rossi. Do you know what this movie is they're playing? Nobody's told me what the movie is. Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, I, I'd be there for that one on the big screen. It'll look good. I was kind of hoping for Revenge of the Nerds. That's my college favorite. <laughs> 
Well, here I thought it was I thought it was going to either be that or like I don't know Scarface or something, you know. <laughs> nice, nice family picture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow night, uh, that'll be a good time. Get out there, go support your boilers. Tom Deanhart, GoldenBlack.com, buddy. It's always a pleasure. Uh, enjoy that week. Hey, enjoy some NFL football tonight too, man. Hey, I love it. I'm like I said, I'm glad August is here. And we got some pigskin, Jared. Let's let's have some fun. Thank you for having me, buddy. All right, bud. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye bye. All right, we got another break. We'll come back. We were just talking about this. The Ocho, it's coming back. It starts tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go through this lineup. Let's talk about some of your must-watch shows during this thing. Uh, that's coming up next here. The Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017 The Hammer.